And good afternoon, GRN listeners across the South and Central Texas listening area. This is your live and local program. This is In His Vineyard. I'm Sean, your host for the program every Monday at noon. I'm also your general manager for the Guadalupe Radio Network's South and Central Texas listening area. Thank you to everyone tuning in from Marble Falls and Fredericksburg and Kerrville and Uvalde mm-hmm. and right here in good old San Antonio. Uh, we are grateful that you've decided to spend this hour joining us and getting caught up on all things Catholic in South and Central Texas. Joining me back from a little hiatus <laughs> is my wonderful co-host for the program, Ms. Trish Lujan. How are you hey, doing, Ms. Trish? It's so good to be back. I, can't, I miss you all so much. Um, On this program, we try bringing you a variety of informative discussions highlighting different people and ministries and events going on in the Archdiocese of San Antonio and parts of the Diocese of Austin. Today, we'll be talking to Sylvia Cotto, Development Coordinator at Natural Womanhood, and Ms. Teresa Piddle, Board Member of Natural Womanhood. Uh, Both ladies will be on on to discuss the upcoming Natural Womanhood 10th Anniversary Gala. That's right. And at the bottom of the hour, uh, joining us will be Sister Sydney Moss, mm-hmm. Vocations Director for the Daughters of Mary, Help of Christians Religious Community. And she's going to be joined by one of their candidates, current candidates, uh, Miss Stephanie. Oh, nice. uh, we'll be talking to them about the Salesian Sisters of St. John Bosco, uh, their fiat project that just kicked off back on uh, Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so before we get to those discussions, let's get today's program started the way that we should do all things. Uh, and that is in prayer. So uh, as we pray, I would ask you to please ask uh, the Lord to make his will known to you and for the grace to accomplish his will in loving obedience. So join me in this prayer in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Dear God, may everything we do begin with your inspiration, continue with your help and reach perfection under your guidance. With your loving care, lead all of us in our daily actions. Help us to persevere in love and sincerity. Bless us with an abundance of courage in proclaiming your holy name and the teachings of your church. Grant us the grace to do your will in loving obedience. Heavenly Father, keep us under your constant protection and draw us ever closer to you. We ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. St. Joseph, pillar of families. Pray for us. Our Lady, Queen of the Most Holy Rosary. Pray for us. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Wow. You know, I just love that opening prayer. You know, I, I really do. I think it really sets the tone, not just for us to start our program, but again, it really helps you understand that, yes, we should pray for, for God's guidance uh, in accomplishing his, his holy will, right? So uh, again, uh, I love that prayer. Uh, I really uh, appreciate you praying it with us. Uh, so thank you for that. Uh, we want to first get our uh, program started with a recap of last uh, last week, last weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, but because uh, we do have two guests for you know for the program, I don't want to take a whole lot of airtime <laughs> away from them. I do want to highlight though the San Antonio Family Association. Uh, they were the host for the uh, San Antonio Life Chain event that mm-hmm. took place yesterday nice. uh, on San Pedro Avenue. Uh, it was wonderful. 
Well, there was probably, you know, and there had to be almost 100 people out there just lined up and down, uh, you know, San Pedro Avenue, holding up their signs, wow. wanting to be that, mm-hmm. uh, that voice for the unborn uh, and that visible witness, uh, you know, for, for unborn babies. So uh, thank you, San Antonio Family Association, for inviting us out there to, to do the live remote broadcast. Uh, and thank you again for, for all the work that, that y'all do to, to help, you know, really defend life, liberty, and, and the family, you know. Yes. So thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's Mike Knufke and Patrick Von Dolan of the San Antonio Family Association. Uh, coming up this weekend, mm-hmm. we've got the you know, Whiskey, Cigars, and Jesus Retreat taking place out at Sanctus Ranch. Mm-hmm. Uh, registration will be closing on Wednesday. So look, fellas, this Don't is a wait. men's retreat. Mm-hmm. This is for you men uh, tuning in right now. If uh, you heard about this earlier in the year, I think it was back in March, and you were, you know, kicking yourself, thinking, "Man, you know, this probably could have been something I really would have enjoyed." Uh, you're probably right; you would have enjoyed it. Mm-hmm, yeah, yep. I mean, you you really would have. <laughs> and I would encourage you to, uh, if you wanted to attend back in the spring, well, here's your chance to uh, attend now in the fall. The weather is cooling off; it's out there in Pipe Creek, beautiful venue uh, out there with uh, Dan Seventy and his yep. family, Sanctus Ranch. Go to Sanctus ranch.com to register and don't miss out. What else we got going on, Trish? Yeah, so real quick, there's a new initiative for special needs uh, families in the Catholic um, community here. It's called the Faith, Family, Fun, and Potluck for Special Needs Children and Adults. Um, so this is going to take place October 15. That's next Saturday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Um, and this is going to be at St. Anthony Mary Claret Catholic Church. And that's on the west side at 6150 Roft Road, uh, families of all religions, uh, faiths are welcome to attend. You don't have to be just Catholic. Um, come and meet other families with children and adults with special needs in a faithful and prayerful setting. For more information, contact Alexandra Kubabatu. A.K.A. Alex K. <laughs> She's listening right now. <laughs> and her number is 210-996-1437. And that's 210 210- Nine nine six one four three seven, and I will be there as well. Yeah. Amen. And what else did we have? Was there one more thing that yep. we want to talk about? Absolutely. You don't want to miss this one, folks. The Saint Helena Catholic Church Fall Festival will take place this Saturday at the parish from twelve noon to nine p.m. Don't want to miss it. They're going to have games, music, and plenty of food. Right, Sean? That's right. Yes. And you have a chance to win a $10,000 grand prize as part of their raffle. And you don't even have to be there to win. So for more information, call the parish. 210-653-3316. And they will also be doing a live broadcast. And this is your opportunity to go there and meet Sean and Mario in person. That's right. You know, it's going to be a great time. Again, can't say enough about the weather that we're having. Yes. It's going to be wonderful out there. And I got to tell you, a chance to win $10,000 grand prize. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, uh, you know, come out and join us. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, without further delay, I want to bring on to the program uh, Miss Sylvia Cotto of, um, you know, Natural Womanhood, Miss Teresa Piddle of, of Natural Woman. How are you ladies doing today? Doing wonderful. Thank you so much for having us. We're so thankful for y'all to have Natural Womanhood on today. We're happy to be here. We're happier to have you. That's right. You know, I want to first start, you know, my first question, uh, you know, I want to throw out at uh, Miss Sylvia over there because you actually were, y'all were guests of my first pro, you know, my first show uh, here. That's right. And that was back on October 18th. Um, Now, could you give our listeners uh, a little history of an, an mission 
uh, an explanation of you know natural womanhood. What, what is it all about? Thank you, Sean, and thank you, Trish, for, mm-hmm. for having us here again. Mm-hmm. And of course, great question. So Natural Womanhood is a nonprofit organization that's been around for more than 10 years now. Well, it's going to be an anniversary pretty soon. And our mission or is dedicated to the promotion of fertility awareness and fertility charting yeah. as an essential tool for women's health. We promote fertility charting not only because it's the way God planned families, but also because it's a disease prevention mechanism, a greater health literacy mechanism as well, and also of self-knowledge and communication and intimacy in relationships. So that's why Natural Womanhood was created. And it's also a voice for all natural family planning methods but more than that, to promote women's true health and maybe change that mindset that mindset that most people have, that this is something related to your beliefs or to, to your religion, right? Because what we have found, it's more than that. It transforms relationships, couples and families by understanding that fertility is not a disease that needs to be cured. Mm. It's something yeah. that we should cherish. And it's, it's a pivotal aspect of comprehensive women's health. For example, I have four daughters, and I wish they had learned charting when they were teenagers because that's a key component of knowing how their body works. And if you know how your body works, you cherish it, right. you mm. take care of it, right. and you value it. So that's why we are here. That's why we exist. And a lot of people think that this is just a Catholic thing thing to do, and those who are very Catholic are the ones who are going to miss right. it, and I quote yeah. that, right? But everyone miss, or most people misses the big picture of how beautiful and beneficial it is for couples who practice it. And Teresa can tell you a little bit about that in a little while. But that's why we exist, to restore that vision of true natural way to live sexuality and fertility in a marriage. Amen, yes. Absolutely. And I like that you mentioned that this is couple, you mentioned couples, teens, and, um, and just so you know, so I, I did the, the NFP, the natural family planning as well, but later in my life. Mm-hmm. So I love that you mentioned, you know, I wish somebody talked to, to me when I was a teenager about this and also the importance of the, the father or the, the husband mm-hmm. in, involved in this whole thing. You want to talk a little bit about this is not just for the women, mm-hmm. but this is also for the men to get into and, and understand as far as that's concerned. Is that correct? That is completely mm-hmm. right. And that's that's why it's funny that you mentioned that, that, that I wish that term, I mean, that phrase, I wish I would have right. known this before. I was, I was telling uh, Gerard, the CEO, that if I would get, you know, one dollar every time I hear yes. that, I would be very wealthy right now because, <laughs> because it's, it's what we hear all the time. Right. And that's why we exist because mm-hmm. this is something that it's, it, it's not well known. And, and what we have found is that sometimes you hear about it when you're getting married, right? But this is such an important tool for the whole, you know, range of age of a women's cycle. Like, right. I mean, the, the women life, right? right. Like from, from puberty all the way to menopause to pre, I mean, all the stages in your life, it's something that you should learn. And it's 
very important that you also mentioned about men being involved right. in the in because this is this doesn't work if you don't have you know your partner on board right, right? if Absolutely. you don't have your yeah. spouse on board so that's very important about natural and yeah. and as i was saying before it's so beneficial for couples yes that it's just like a treasure like you yeah. don't know what you're mm -hmm. missing in terms of communication and involvement and and you know the beauty of of Right. NFP or natural family planning method. Yeah, and I also say that when my husband did go through it with me, mm -hmm. he was very uh, he was very thankful that he did because mm -hmm. now he's involved. You know, like like exactly. yeah, this is the, it takes two mm -hmm. to, to make okay. yeah. a baby here with mm -hmm. the, with God's help. But mm -hmm. but a lot of times we in the secular world we live mm -hmm. in right now, they're often left out. This is a woman's decision, exactly. You know, and no, this is. I love how you guys do this. It's it's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Uh, that's a, it is amazing. Uh, and, and as a a, a guy, uh, you know, mm -hmm. and participate in this conversation, it's very educational. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it is. And and as uh, you you both have already mentioned, it does take two. You know, everybody has to be on board. I mean, this is um, a, a natural way to, you know, to, to plan out, you know, uh, this, you know, the spacing out of the children in a natural way, something that's still within uh, the, you know, you know, God's uh, natural law. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, I want to direct my next question to Miss Teresa. Uh, you know, if I could ask you, um, why is NFP, you know, relevant today and uh, what does it mean to you? You know, maybe personally. Sure. Thank you so much, Sean. Yeah, it's a beautiful question. I think now more than ever, uh, women are at the forefront of society, but learning about women's bodies is not at the forefront of education, right? And natural womanhood really seeks to change that, to educate women and, and uh, young girls about their body and the beauty of their body. Um, and I think it's important to note that women are in search of the truth, Mm -hmm. of who they are. Um, and a huge part of that is the physical component. You know, how they're designed, what our body is designed to do. Nailed it. Yeah, and <laughs> right? And how to keep ourselves healthy. Um, and we want to know about our bodily changes, like Sylvia was say, saying, from adolescence through fertility and through menopause. And natural womanhood addresses all of those issues. Um, you know, I'm at the point in my life um, where my husband and I prayerfully use uh, natural family planning to shape our family and for health management. And like Sylvia, we have uh, one son and three young daughters. And it's so awesome to have natural womanhood so that I can be more educated about my body and how um, how our bodies work and my husband as well, as we said, right? Mm -hmm. And that in turn enables us to educate our daughters and our son Um about the beauty, right, of the body. And I think that's so important because I think if there's something that we can all agree on and know is that this world does not want to teach our children truth. That's right. Um, they just want to, you know, put our daughters on birth control and call it yeah. a day right. and, and move on. And like you said, Trish, I've spoken with so many women who feel like fertility is is their issue. Birth control is, you know, they, right. they say, oh, I'm just on birth control and I feel like everything is my responsibility and they lose that this is a, a man, woman, um, a beautiful teaching. Um, and natural family planning and fertility awareness really educates women um, about that. And I think if there's one thing that um, important for the listeners to know um, is that fertility awareness and natural family planning allows women to work with their bodies yeah. instead of working against it 
by using birth control. Right. Right. You know, if I can ask you, Miss Teresa, or sure. you know, maybe Miss Sylvia too, um, you know, either one of you, you know, natural family planning is very Catholic, mm-hmm. right? It, it, it's very Catholic. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, you know, uh, we want those, you know, uh, who aren't Catholic to also, uh, you know, participate uh, in, in and learn about these natural methods because, yes, I mean, it's part of God's, you know, you know natural, uh, you know, law. But in, in, in ways that, uh, you know, maybe you can explain, uh, how, how do you, you know, fit, you know, the, the church's teaching in, in, um, in, in planning the family as part of what y'all do also? Yeah, sure. So um, I think natural womanhood, like Sylvia said, we're open to everyone, right, yeah. of all faiths. I think um, natural womanhood, we follow um, everything that, that uh, is on our website and everything you'll find, um, you know, as you said, Sean, the natural law, right? Like yeah. it, we, we don't have to fight anything. Right. Um, and so uh, natural womanhood is able to teach um, everyone, whether they're Catholic or, or not, about um, the natural law and about the truths, um, basic truths that we have um, of biology and, and science, you know, and, and God created science. So and so it's just so... Um, it's easy. It's nothing that we have to fight. It's just teaching people the right. truth. Right. No, exactly. And the thing that, that really, um, when I was going through it, at least, and that I can, I can talk about, is that uh, I had no idea. I had mm-hmm. no idea how much harm, you know, mm-hmm. in, in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and at that time, I, I, I fell away mm-hmm. from the church, I'll, I'll admit, and I came back in. But mm-hmm. at that moment, I was like, I had no idea how much because my doctors kept pushing it on me. And I can imagine that's how it is for a lot of our listeners out there. You want to talk a little bit about that and what, because I know on your website, you have lots of great resources. Mm-hmm. And, and in that is you can find a doctor or you can find other resources and how to find, you know, the right people to help you. Can you talk just a little bit about that? Sure. So if people go to our website, naturalwomanhood.org, you're going to find a, a host of information. Yeah. And some of that, uh, like you said, Trish, people can actually go on and ask for a free consultation with a fertility instructor wow. um, to be able uh, to, so we can share this knowledge and truth. And um, like you said, I think uh, women so struggle with um, just being told that the pill is the answer, right? right? Just like you said, you just get put on it and, and that's the solution. Um, but it's we really cure sh- your acne. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> right? And so we educate on, on those harms right. mm-hmm. um, and things that, that women don't even know that's happening to their body. Um, so yeah, if people want to go to naturalwomanhood.org and check out the resources that we have there, um, all the different fertility awareness methods um, that might work for them because yeah. everybody is different, right. right? And so we have different methods that um, I think women can select from. Right. And I love that you have Sarah Swafford coming in. Right? Is yes. she going to be the keynote speaker this yeah. year? Yes, she is. Um, uh, we have an anniversary gala coming up mm-hmm. um, October 15th. Uh, and Sarah Swafford uh, is going to, she's a national speaker. Um, she's going to be speaking to us about emotional virtue and true love, um, which is just so beautiful. And so we're so excited to have her. We've heard she's so dynamic. And if um, people just want to check her out online, I mean, she's, she is um, really just fantastic. Amen. And, uh, you know, Miss Sylvia, you know, let's talk more mm-hmm. about this gala coming up. Could mm-hmm. you tell us, uh, I guess y'all are celebrating the 10th annual uh, or the 10th anniversary of uh, natural womanhood. Uh, like you, like, uh, you know, Miss Teresa was just saying, uh, y'all are going to be bringing out Miss Sarah Swafford. Uh, but what can folks, uh, you know, expect at, at this, you know, at this gala event? 
Oh, we are very excited about this event because, I mean, we always try to do our best in our galas. We usually have two big events, fundraising events every year. Mm -hmm. And uh, the gala at the end of the year is one of the biggest ones. But this one, let me tell you, this is going to be, this one is going to be it. This is very special because it's our 10th anniversary and we're very excited about it. So we plan a lot of entertainment. We, we, of course, we have Sarah Swofford, which... I mean, you already heard that Teresa was saying, saying like, she is amazing. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're very proud and honored to have her because she is going to be great for all the audiences. And also, um, because, I mean, this is an important milestone for us, like 10 years of bringing the truth about fertility awareness through all the world. And that brings me a little bit, Sean, if I might, may add, may add about the impact that Natural Womanhood yeah. had, has all over the world. Because let me tell you that Natural Womanhood reaches almost 2,000 readers, unique readers per day. What wow. does unique mean? What do you mean by that? Like they enter just one mm-hmm. once on the, on the website. I mean, it's not like duplicate because if, right. if mm-hmm. I, Sylvia, you know, enter twice, then yeah. I'm going to be counted twice. Okay. No, this right. is unique readers per day. And then we all, 60% of these readers are from the U.S., but 40% are from outside the U.S., which is also huge. And we deliver this, our newsletter that comes up every week, we deliver this to 15,000 people all over the world. We have more than 500 articles that have been revised by a medical advisory team. On our web What a great resource that is. I know. Yes. And we also have, um, we are also been very, we have been very active lately in local parishes and the archdiocese. So we are preparing engaged couples mm-hmm. on their pre-marriage retreats, talking about, you know, again, this, the beauty yes. of natural family planning. Mm-hmm. On our webpage, we also have the possibility to have it all translated into Spanish. I mean, it's there, yes. the webpage in Spanish, and also in Russian. And we are really? working, yes, we are working <laughs> in other languages, Arabic, Hindi, and French. I mean, we have articles in all these languages already. <laughs> and then let me tell you a little bit about two of our most recent programs. Teresa just mentioned one, the guidance consultation program. This is, this is, this has proven to be such a successful program in which women can contact us and get a 15 free minute consultation with one of our expert advisors team. And what will they do? They will ask questions. I mean, a lot of us have a lot of questions that we don't know, like, where do, where do I begin? If, if is fertility awareness for me? And if it is, which method should I use, mm-hmm. right? And then, so that's when they can ask all those questions and they get like referrals or I, most of all, they are listened to. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. have that safe space where women can be listened to. Mm-hmm. And the second program is the Teen Club. Mm-hmm. And this is amazing too. So we already started four clubs in different college campuses where ge- college girls can go and become members and learn how to chart their cycles. They don't even have plans to get married yet, mm-hmm. but they will learn how to chart their cycles. So we're starting early. Amen. 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 
Yeah. No, she said it all. I'm just saying. I'm, <laughs> yes, you said it. Now, here's the thing. I, I love that you said the college campuses mm-hmm. because that's where a lot of our young women are. And at that age, you're just so confused. Mm-hmm. You're just, I don't know what mm-hmm. I'm going to do. I'm going to change my major, you know, <laughs> a couple of times. Um, but I love that, that you have here, a new uh, the, Sarah Swafford's coming in because she came mm-hmm. in from that mm-hmm. background. Exactly. And she talks a lot about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so is there any take... Is there any takeaway from her, why you chose her for this? Obviously, I know, but if you want to share with her listeners, uh, why Sarah Swafford? I think, as Sylvia Mm -hmm. said, um, launching this college teen program, and Mm -hmm. she is just so on the money for this, right? And she just has a wealth of knowledge to share with us and to really get all of us and the attendees energized um, about about emotional virtue, about um, starting young girls educating them on this mm-hmm. early. Um, so we're so excited to have her. Um, and and to answer one of Sean's earlier questions, I just wanted to say, not only do we have Sarah Swafford, and she's going to come in and rock the house, so we're so excited, yes. and we want people to, to join us, but we're going to have dinner and drinks mm-hmm. and entertainment and an auction. Um, you name it, we have it. And it's just going to be such a fun evening. And yeah. I think it's and also it's important to know it's free. It's free. Yes, <laughs> so we just need people to register. No Excuses. No excuses. <laughs> yes, it, it's going to be such a fun night. And so, yeah, we want people to come and join us. Um, we're doing this free so that people uh, can come out and be there. Because, honestly, um, we need people to join us in this fight. And where can people uh, go to register again? Give us that website again. Sure. The website is naturalwomanhood.org forward slash anniversary dash gala. Uh, so again, we'll give people a second to get their pins, but <laughs> it's www.naturalwomanhood.org forward slash anniversary dash gala. Or people can email uh, Sylvia at info at naturalwomanhood.org and she can get you all registered. You just have to register right. mm-hmm. and the event is free. We just need to know you're coming yeah. so we can plan ahead. You know, let me ask you something. Uh, with just a couple minutes left to go uh, you know, in, in this segment, uh, I want to ask, and, and maybe you both can put your, you know, your, your thoughts here uh, on it, uh, but why... I mean, why should people support? Why, you know, why, why is it so important uh, that, you know, we, we support uh, natural womanhood? Why is it important that, you know, we, we do show up at this event in a big way uh, to really help the mission of natural womanhood? Yes, and thank you, Sean. That's a wonderful question because, as I was saying, we are a nonprofit, mm-hmm. right? And as a nonprofit, we depend on donations, individual donations. We don't get any other help than this. Mm -hmm. So, and as I was also mentioning about our impact, we need to reach the whole world. I mean, the whole Mm -hmm. world. Not just Catholics. Not not just Catholics. I mean, this information has to be known Mm -hmm. because we know that there's a lot of money behind behind the bad things that are promoted all over the world, right? So we need to support this because we need to put some money a little bit of money or a lot of money mm-hmm. into the good things. Yeah. And as I was saying, not only because it's the Catholic thing, but also because it's just, we're worried about our health and we worry about so many damage that has been done because of not knowing. And knowledge, it's, it's our empowerment here. Mm-hmm. So that's why 
I think this mission, it's very important. It is. Amen to that. And again, with uh, just a, a, a few, I mean, really about uh, less than a minute left to go, uh, can uh, can you give us that information again where people can go and register, Miss Teresa? Absolutely. October 15th, 6 p.m., our 10th anniversary gala. Please go to naturalwomanhood.org forward slash anniversary dash gala. Again, naturalwomanhood.org forward slash anniversary dash gala or email sylvia at info at naturalwomanhood.org and that music means that we're going to go to our first break thank you ladies for joining us uh you know today uh for more information again go to natural womanhood's website naturalwomanhood.org forward slash anniversary dash gala stay tuned we'll be right back Calling all men. The Whiskey, Cigars, and Jesus Retreat is backed by popular demand. This men's retreat will take place from October 7th through October 9th at Sanctus Ranch in Pipe Creek. On this retreat, we'll gather for worship and adoration, hear interesting talks, share great food, and relax daily, all while growing in our walk with the Lord. Space is limited, so don't wait. Reserve your spot now and go to SanctusRanch.com and click on events to register. We hope you'll join us. This is a Messy Family Minute with Mike and Alicia Hernan. The goal of fasting from anything, whether food or other pleasures, is to subordinate our flesh to our will. Basically, we need to make ourselves do things we do not want to do. And the more that we do this, the less selfish and less self-centered we become. We all need to continue to work on this muscle in order to develop its strength. Parents of young children, take note. Nothing so naturally helps develop this muscle like children. Your children are cute and daring, compelling little crosses made especially for you. You know, sometimes it's easier to handle a cross we choose ourselves, like I will get up at 4.30 every morning. It's harder to handle crosses we don't choose, like my two-year-old randomly wakes me up at 4.30. It's important for parents to keep in mind that some subordination of the will is naturally baked into family life. Embrace those moments and don't underestimate them as opportunities for fasting put right in front of you. Visit us at MessyFamilyMinute.org. Join us for a beautiful Marian concert featuring international Catholic singer Anna Nuzzo. Friday, October the 7th at 6.30 p.m. at St. Mary's Catholic Church, downtown San Antonio. Anna is well known for elevating prayer through her music and will be giving reflections on the gift of Mary as our mother. She will be accompanied by St. Mary's own Juan Carlos and Paola Paz. This will be a free event. For more information, go to stmaryschurchsa.org. God bless you. And welcome back, folks, to In His Vineyard, your live and local program here in the South and Central Texas listening area of the Guadalupe Radio Network. I'm Sean, your host for the program every Monday at noon. I'm also your general manager for the uh, Guadalupe Radio Network, South and Central Texas listening area. What a wonderful conversation that we just uh, wrapped up with Miss Sylvia Cotto, with uh, Miss Teresa Piddle, uh, both women of natural womanhood, highlighting, uh, of course, their up 
upcoming um, you know, 10th anniversary gala taking place on October 15th, um, actually over here, uh, not, not too far from the office. Uh, that's going to be over at Embassy Suites uh, Landmark, I believe it is. Hilton San Antonio Landmark. Thank you mm-hmm. for that. Yes. Uh, I don't know if we were able to talk about where it's going to be, but it's a beautiful venue. Yes. Uh, it was there last year. Uh, and now we're going to welcome to the program uh, Sister Sydney Moss, Vocations Director uh, there for the Daughters of Mary Help of Christians and uh, one of their newest candidates, uh, Miss Stephanie. How are you ladies doing today? Great. Thanks so much for having us. You got it. Well, it is a treat to have uh, you both on. Um, And what I want to discuss now is the, you know, the, the Fiat project, mm-hmm. uh, that was, you know, that just kicked off, uh, back on Saturday. Uh, if, uh, if you could, Sister Cindy, could you tell us a, a little bit about the Fiat project? Could you tell us about maybe the history and how it came about? Uh, and maybe let's start there. Sure. Thanks so much. You know, listening to the previous interview, we're like, wow, this is going to be an interesting transition <laughs> yeah. from fertility to religious life. Um, do all two sisters. Our program's not about just religious life. But anyway, yeah, Fiat Project is a program. It's a discernment program for young women in their 20s and 30s, not only discerning religious life. It is so that they can discern God's will sure. in their life, maybe to religious life, probably to marriage or to the single life. And so we started, this is our third year of running the Fiat Project. We had several sisters in the past who were doing the Samuel Group. And the Samuel Group is a beautiful discernment program. And it's kind of more geared towards college-age students. And what our sisters found, though, at the end of that program, many of the young women wanted to know more about religious life. Because there was only one session of the Samuel Group that really focused on religious life. And the women wanted to know, like, well, tell us more about your life. So then we looked into what program is there to discern religious life. And we found another fabulous program, um, just discerning religious life by one of the CFR sisters, Sister Mm -hmm. Clara Mathias. And so we said, this is wonderful, but it's only religious life. So let's combine the two. Yeah. And so when COVID started and, you know, we're like, well, what do we do? we realized we can still do this, but we're going to make it virtual. So we made our own program called the Fiat Project, where the first half, the first three months, look at discerning in general and really your relationship with God and your personal history and then recognizing what God is calling you to. We spend one month on the vocation of marriage. And then the last three months are specifically looking at religious life. And then we finish the eighth month with an in-person retreat. So it's an eight-month program. Mm -hmm. We only meet once a month. uh, But it's just this this beautiful opportunity for these young women to intentionally enter into a serious time of discernment, to listen and ask God what he's calling them to. Amen. Um, And, you know, I want to direct my, you know, the next question to Miss Stephanie. You know, I, I see you over there, um, young lady, uh, beautiful, and here you are. Uh, from what I understand, you know, you are, are a uh, product of uh, the Fiat Project last year. Is that right? Can yes. you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, you know, tell us, you know, are you, know, are you, are you from San Antonio, where you're mm-hmm. from? Uh, and, you know, and, and what have you, you know, what that experience was like going through the Fiat Project, you know, in, in your own experience? All right, so my name is Stephanie. I'm not from San Antonio. I'm actually from Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, I studied elementary education. I was a catechist before this, and I was an Annie. And around 2021, I started thinking about religious life, but I didn't quite know what to do with it Mm -hmm. because it felt, and in Las Vegas, it felt like I was the only one discerning religious life. Yeah. Right. And I'd never even seen any sisters. So I was like, okay, what do I do now? 
And then I came across the Fiat project and I signed up for it. And one of the biggest blessings from that was being able to be in a community of women who were also discerning the same thing. Like, what does God want from me? Yeah. Uh, so the community aspect, having that support and being able to ask those questions that were on my heart were, yeah. was really good. And also one of the things that Sister Sydney mentioned was just being able to grow in that relationship with God specifically through the personal salvation timeline. Yeah. Just being able to see where God was in the good times and the bad times, how he was able to help me change my idea of who he was in his own timing. That was it was great. I wouldn't change it for the world. Amen. Amen. You know, if if I can ask you something again, um, you know, uh, Miss Stephanie, mm-hmm. you had mentioned, I'm going to go back to something that you just said. So you were out there in Las Vegas. You felt mm-hmm. like you were kind of, on your own, like, you know, you had to be the only one in Las, mm-hmm. Ve- the city of Las Vegas, it's you know, discerning, like, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So how did you come across the, the, the website or how did you, I mean, how did you mm-hmm. even learn about uh, the Salesian Sisters and this Fiat project? How did you come about it? All right. So I've heard about the Salesian Sisters through a website. Sister Sydney, do you know the letters? <laughs> the CMWU? Oh, CMSWR, the <laughs> Council of Major Superiors for Women Religious. So like all of the big religious orders in the U.S. Ah, okay, okay. So, yeah. so I came across uh, the Salesian Sisters through that, but I wasn't actually able to sign up for the discernment opportunity that day, but it was still, I found their website. So later on, um, I went back on the website and I found out this fiat project and I was like, discerning God's will for your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, let's, let's give it a try. I've yeah. got nothing else here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I gave it a try and here we are. Amen. Now you mentioned the key word there, discernment. Mm-hmm. And, I, and for me, a lady, it's uh, synonymous with only religious. Mm-hmm. You're going to only discern to be a priest or a nun. Mm-hmm. And maybe lay consecrate or anything like that, but it doesn't have anything to do with being married with another vocation. Mm-hmm. I, you're, you're looking at me like I'm wrong, right? Please go I'm ahead. Not, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> no, never, please do. No, no, no. I'm smiling like that because that's what most people exactly. think. So even when I was in college mm-hmm. and um, wanted to have a spiritual director, I thought, well, I can't have a spiritual director because I'm not discerning religious right. life. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh no, how far from the truth. Mm-hmm. Like we all need a spiritual director and we all need to know how to discern. Um, discernment is not a one-time event. You do right. not just discern your vocation. We discern things every single day. Amen. And so that's what we, we really at the beginning, this first um, session we just had on Saturday. It's just that idea of discernment in general mm-hmm. and how we need to attune our hearts to God's heart so that we can every single day be doing what he wants us to do. Mm-hmm. And that requires prayer and listening and the sacraments and good friendships. And that's going to help us to make decisions, not just the big ones about right. marriage, religious mm-hmm. life, but decisions even as far as, yes, what job I should apply for, mm-hmm. um, where I should live, um, even something maybe even as simple as, okay, this is not the person that I want to have to work with or be in a class with, but Lord Jesus, please help me know the right words 
to say to this person. Like that's discernment, praying for that wisdom to know what to say in every moment. Amen. Uh, You know, Sister Sydney, if I can ask you, so how long have you been personally uh, involved with the Fiat Project? And can you share some of the feedback that you've received from past participants? You know, Um, you know, how many of those participants, you know, went on to to discern a a call to, you know, the religious life? You know, can you can you share uh, your thoughts on that? Yeah. So I've been blessed, you know, since the beginning of the Fiat Project to be part of that core team. I had never done Samuel Group before. Mm -hmm. The other sisters Mm -hmm. had been doing that in different places. But since we started Fiat Project, I've been a a member of that planning team that we have. And so we've completed two years. And yes, from each year, from the first year, we had a young woman enter with us. And then this this year, Stephanie. And next year, there's another one entering with us. But both years, there were women who entered other congregations too. Oh, okay. And we say praise Jesus because the vocation is for the church. Mm -hmm. We we tell them we are not here to try and get you all to be Salesian sisters. Like that's great if you all became Salesian sisters, but that's (laughs) not why we're here. (laughs) Because our mission is to accompany youth. And we consider the young adults young people. And so they're our mission. And we just want them to be able to find what God wants them to do. And yeah, so both years we've had women enter religious communities and had women who started the program, you know, thinking God's calling me to be a sister. I want to be a sister. And by the end, I know God's calling me to marriage. Like, good. We're so happy for you. We need good, holy marriages. Amen. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Amen. I've heard you say that before. And I want to say that that really touched me Mm. because as a married woman, it's like she that message needs to be out there a lot that yes. we are our families are hurting mm. and you're right we do need good and holy families marriages out there and then you have lots of kids and they all become priests and sisters yeah. <laughs> Amen. oh that's not no, no that is truly my wish <laughs> good for you but no we do we need it, yes, it is definitely, yes. it's not easy. Many mm-hmm. times I feel like your vocation is harder than mine. I'm mm-hmm. um, talking to one of our workers last night. She's, you know, doing a double shift with our elderly sisters. So literally they're all day, Saturday and Sunday from morning to night, right. all day. And then she goes home to take care of her grandkids because, you know, the kids are off wherever. I'm like, God bless you. Like, how do you do that? Right. I mean, Aww. I get to go to my own bedroom all by myself, <laughs> nice, quiet, <laughs> and rest. But, like, you don't get to do that. <laughs> but anyway, God gives us the grace we need Amen. for our vocation. So yes. I know he gives you the grace you need, but there, I'm sure, are challenging times. <laughs> You know, let me uh, let me ask my next question uh, for for Miss Stephanie again. Um, so I'm I'm curious to know uh, what's been the biggest blessing that you feel you know ha- has come out of your experience with the you know the the Fiat Project, um, and you know what is what has it been like uh, really to now go beyond that initial uh, experience and, and to now be you know uh, really on that on that road of you know pure discernment and you know what what has it been like for you. I think the biggest blessing has just been being able to grow in that relationship thanks to the first, was it four, four months where we just do general discernment. We talk about healing. We talk about, you know, what God is doing in our lives. And all of that just sort of helps consolidate um, something that Sister Fung would always say is don't focus on an answer. Focus on Jesus. Yeah. So, yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. You know, and uh, if I can ask Sister Sydney, um, now that the the Fiat Project kicked off, you know, back on on, on Saturday, um, can women, you know, can young ladies still register? Sure. Yeah. How yeah, does that work? Yeah, we really 
hope people come to every session, but we do record every session okay. because we know life happens. And so even for this first meeting, you know, there were eight young women who said, I can't make it, who had a wedding, a retreat, a fundraiser, mm-hmm. you know, okay, we get it. So we'll send the link, watch it because there's a lot of information. And then also something to clarify, it's not just for women in San Antonio. We actually have, right. mm-hmm. yeah, we have 70 women who signed up for this year and it's from about 20 different states. Oh, wow. And three different countries. Right. So it's, it's really neat because we meet, it's hybrid. Yeah. So if people live in San Antonio, they're invited to join us in mm-hmm. person. And then people in, you know, North Carolina, Kentucky, Florida, Georgia, I mean, they zoom in with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's also a, a huge blessing is that these women are connected with people from all over the country. Uh, and, and several people even on Saturday night, you know, these two in Louisiana who have never met each other, like, oh, we live like 30 <laughs> minutes apart. Let's meet up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What, do you, what do you say to the folks who, I'm just going to talk about some barriers that I would see somebody like me having at an early, early 20s, mid 20s. Um, I'm not holy enough to be a part of this group. What would you say to somebody like that? So that I understand because <laughs> I was the same. Uh, yeah, it's not about already being holy. Mm-hmm. It's about becoming holy. Mm-hmm. And so if somebody already thinks they're there, well... Well, yeah, wake up call. <laughs> Probably not. Um, Thanks for putting that mildly, sister. <laughs> Amen. I love it. I mean, yeah, we're never, we're never going to be who we want to be because, I mean, that's heaven. Mm-hmm. And so as long as we're striving for holiness. And so, sure, you know, we make mistakes. And I know one of our sisters used to say, you know, like, when you make a mistake, praise Jesus, because that means you're alive. Mm-hmm. And so I would say, yeah, join and then share those different difficulties, because you're probably not the only one feeling that way. Mm-hmm. And it is a blessing just to have that community that will support you. You know, if I can uh, ask Stephanie again, mm-hmm. um, you had mentioned earlier, you know, being from Las Vegas, feeling like, you know, you you were the only one out there. Mm-hmm. Um now being part of the, you know, part of the the discernment process, part of the, 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 you know, having gone through the Fiat project, um, how has that transitioned? How has that changed now? You know, what's that feeling like for you now to be amongst others that, um, you know, that, that want to grow in holiness like you? I think it's just, all of it has just been the biggest blessing because it goes from feeling like you're isolated and... yeah. You have to do it all on your own. And then you meet all these sisters and all yeah. these young women and you're like, they're here for me and they're going to help me. So thanks be to Jesus Amen. that I found this place so I don't have to journey on my own. Amen. Amen. And Sister Sydney, as director of vocations uh, for you, um, and you've been, if you can tell, if you can remind me, so you've been you know, a, a professional religious sister for how long now? For nine years. For nine years. So seeing and being part of, you know, the, 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 the discernment process, being part of, uh, you know, some of these sisters that, that you've been, you know, been able to, been blessed to be along and accompany them through their journey. What really has that been like for you? Do you ever uh, reminisce and think what it was like for you in the beginning and, and kind of relive, like, you know, what, what they're going through and really see the growth? And how does that affect you seeing them go through it, um, you know, now? It's funny because just last night, there were four of us. We had a painting party. Mm-hmm. Painting not on canvas. We actually painted a room because ah. we were getting a new walk-in refrigerator today. And we had to, <laughs> it was a very long story. But anyway, we painted last night, four of us. Good. And one was one of our brand new sisters, just mm-hmm. professed in August. And it was really funny because we were sharing and she was, 
I asked her, where did you go for your apostolic experience? So your second year as a novice, you spend a month in, Oct- in October, you spend the month of October in community in preparation for first vow. So our, our second year novices right now are in communities. So we were talking and, and like, where did you go, Sister Claire? She goes, oh, I went to Bellflower, which is in California, where we have our house of formation for our women in their second year of formation. And so I'm like, why did they send you there? Like, they never send young <laughs> sisters to the house of formation. Like, that's so weird. She goes, yeah, you know what? I finally realized I was a novice because it was the first time I was ever with people that were under me in form formation. And so I finally felt older than them and more mature in my formation. Like, yeah. Um, so, yes, it, it's interesting to living here in San Antonio. Our candidates are there. And so, yes, just to see that, you know, when they first come in, it's everything's brand new and how eager and willing they are to help with everything. And then, you know, the years as a novitiate, um, it's this time of like really intense prayer and reflection. And so really this this piety, you always think of the novices like, oh, they're so holy because they pray all the time. And and honestly, we wish we could. I felt like we were really busy as novices. Um, but, yeah, so it's really neat to get to see that now from kind of this objective point of view not being the one going through it because when you're going through it it is definitely like i mean that's the only reality you have and so you really do kind of get consumed and like oh my gosh going back to i'm not worthy i'm not holy enough how am i going to do this my whole life um i don't know like what is who my family or friends going to think of me what is so many different sometimes doubts and questions and and just like ah when am i going to ever get to do the ministry like mm-hmm. you know we so much time in formation and studying right. and so all these different things and now i look back on it, i'm like what a beautiful time yeah. oh i wish i could have just really just lived it and appreciated yes. it instead of being stressed out about all these other things you know yeah. like oh man and so now yes when especially with when the sisters go off to the novitiate and just really telling them like just Take advantage of this time. You will never get this time back. And it's just such a gift from, yes, the Institute, but it's a gift from God. And I think everybody should have a novitiate experience. Like if married couples had a two-year time of preparation and got to just like go off and just be on retreat, essentially. I mean, it's not just retreat, but it's a lot of time in prayer and reflection. Wow, marriage, married life would be a lot different than it is today. Yeah, so it's it's beautiful to get to now from a, an outside perspective see these young women going through that, and it makes me appreciate so much more what I was given. Amen. Um, I, I want to ask something also. So we've heard the you know we've used the word discernment quite a bit uh, in in this conversation. Of course, when you're talking about vocation, when you're talking about God's will, what does it really mean, sister? Uh, you know, for those tuning in uh, to discern God's will for for them, is it you know praying in, you know before the Blessed Sacrament for four hours a day? Is it you know praying you know ten um, you know ten uh, rosaries for the day? I mean, what what is what does discernment mean? If you do that, please. <laughs> Add me to your prayer list. Because <laughs> I'm just like, whoa! I need to get on your regimen. It's just a question. I don't do it. Okay. <laughs> well, that's beautiful. I mean, you know, some of our sisters do. You know, they they pray all uh, four mysteries of the mm-hmm. Rosary every day, and it's so beautiful to see them sometimes two by two praying or just yeah. on their own praying. I'm like, oh my gosh, that is so beautiful. Like, yes. I hope one day I'm their age and get to do that. But anyway, um, yeah, discernment. You know. Though to discern something really means to distinguish between two or more things. Okay. And and so many times like it makes it hard because we're not distinguishing between something good and bad. We are trying to discern between two good choices. 
marriage and religious life are two good choices, you yeah. know? And so that's why it makes it so hard. Okay, well, which one do I choose? And so I think, for me, the keys for, for really discerning, I mean, ultimately, we have to place ourselves in the mindset, God, what do you want me to do? Because we get so caught up in, in our mind and just thinking like, well, but this and then this, and what if I do this? And it's like, wait, I, 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 but God, what do you want? So it has to be, it has to start from there. Because if, if God is calling someone to priesthood or religious life, that's exactly it. He's calling them. Mm-hmm. Like however much you desire, let's say you really, really, really want to be a priest or sister, but God hasn't invited you to that vocation. Like, I'm sorry, but it, you're not going to be happy. Mm-hmm. And so like if he's calling you to marriage, that's where your happiness and fulfillment and holiness is going to be found. And so, you know, to really be able to discern well, I think that, yes, prayer is the first thing. You have to have a prayer life. Yeah. If you're not in communion with God, there's no way you can know his will. And so how do we foster that prayer life? Like, okay, so build in 10 minutes. Start with 10 minutes yeah. every day and then we'll work up to those four hours or how many you said. <laughs> I'm um, still working up to that. <laughs> yeah, fine, 10 minutes. But, but even more than 10 minutes of prayer, 10 minutes of silence. Mm. Mm. Yes. Because without silence, we cannot listen. Mm-hmm. And I mean, how often do you just get to sit for 10 minutes in silence? Like you have children, that doesn't happen often. Maybe it's at night when they've all gone to bed and you're like, oh good, now I can finally do what I need to do or talk to my husband or do this. Mm -hmm. Like you need silence. Mm -hmm. So I think prayer and silence are key. And then the third super important thing is that accompaniment. Mm -hmm. And so if you have a spiritual director and if you don't have a spiritual director, at least good friends who can accompany you because we get so caught up in our head, like we really complicate life. Yeah. And so when we can share what we're thinking about, what we're going through and somebody else can kind of say like, okay, here's what I'm hearing and this is what I'm thinking for you, mm-hmm. that helps so much. Yes. I loved everything that you just said. I feel like I'm a cheerleader over here. Like, yes, go, Sister City, go. <laughs> and the thing that stuck, stuck out to me while you were saying all of that is fiat voluntas tua, mm. thy will be done. And back to the, the beautiful name of this project, the Fiat Project, mm-hmm. and saying yes to God for what he wants us to do with our lives, right? And and and, and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you mentioned, um, or I saw on your website, that part of the, the Zoom call is quietness. Is that right? Like there's a time there where there is some quietness? We do. We start every, we have a prayer, but then we have a time of Lexio Divina. Got it. And so we devote like 15, 20 minutes of the session just to Lexio. And so in the reading, we, we build in that silence just to let people sit and reflect on the word of God. And then we share. So yes, there is some yes. of that silence built in. Yes. And you are right. It is very hard to be silent in mm-hmm. this world today. So I will, I, yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm right there. <laughs> I know. Just ask my wife. She'll tell you. Yes. Yes, indeed. But uh, folks, if you're just tuning in, this is In His Vineyard, your live and local program for the Guadalupe Radio Network, South and Central Texas listening area. I'm Sean, your host for the program every Monday at noon. I'm also your general manager for the Guadalupe Radio Network's South and Central Texas listening area. I want to turn, uh, with just a couple minutes left to go uh, in this discussion, I want to turn uh, you know, uh, my attention over to... to to Miss Stephanie here, um, I want to ask you, Miss Stephanie, uh, would a young woman, uh, you know, not necessarily discerning the religious life, uh, you know, benefit by participating in this program? And uh, is there maybe some advice that you give to anyone, you know, discerning the religious life? I think anyone discerning to do what God wants them to do will benefit from it because, as Sister Sydney said, it's not just about 
religious life. Mm-hmm. You're able to see, they even have a panel with, with married couples, right, Sister Sydney? So, and some people, like Sister Sydney said, they realize, oh, wait, I think maybe I'm being called to marriage throughout the process of the Fiat project. Mm-hmm. And advice, my advice would be be not afraid and be willing to take that next small step. Um, and to just trust that in all of that, God is working and that he's going to lead you where you're meant to be. Amen. And mm-hmm. Sister Sydney, uh, as, you know, as, as vocations to director, um, where, you know, if, if there's a young lady tuning in, you know, right now, uh, how can they, you know, how can they learn more about the, the Salesian Sisters? Uh, is there a website that they can go to? Can they contact or email you directly? Um, you know, anyone tuning in, um, you know, that, that would have those questions, uh, where would they go? Sure, we're our website, SalesianSistersWest.org. So Salesian, S-A-L-E-S-I-A-N, SalesianSistersWest.org. And then on there, we have a wonderful vocations page. And I see, I can't really take credit. I just stepped into this role a few months ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, my predecessor, Sister Jeanette, she got called to Rome to work in our formation oh, sector. Wow. Yeah. And so she, she's done so much to create that part of our website with just really good resources and uh, information on discernment even, and then information about all of our different stages of formation. So from there, from the website, yeah, there, our email is vocations at SalesianSistersWest.org. Uh, so definitely they can email um, or just go to the website. There's a, a contact form there. Amen. Uh, I want to ask, also ask you, sister, um, now the, you know, the, your, your, your order, the, the Daughters of Mary Help of Christians, y'all are very much involved in a lot of things. Uh, are there any other projects uh, or events going on um, you know, in, in the near future? I know you've got uh, the Fiat Project going on. This is an accompaniment uh, for like eight months. But what other events uh, do y'all have uh, planned in, in the coming weeks, the coming months? Yeah, so everyone is invited. The 24th of the month for us is always, we remember Mary, Help of Christians. Mm -hmm. Her feast day is May 24th, so every 24th is a special commemoration for us. So this 24th, October 24th, since it's the month of the rosary, we're going to have a candlelight rosary at our provincial house Mm -hmm. at 7 p.m. So family, friends, old, young, everyone's invited to join us October 24th at our provincial house, which is over on Commerce and 36th Street. And then for young adults, we've been doing a lot more with the young adults here in San Antonio. And so we will have on October 31st, October 31st, the All Hallows Eve, mm-hmm. mind you, All Hallows Eve. Mm-hmm. We're having an All Saints Day costume party and candlelit prayer vigil. So All Hallows Eve, candlelight prayer vigil costume, All Saints costume party for young adults over also at our house. And then we'll be present. Um, there's also a Theology of the Body group that's about to start. The kickoff will be October 22nd at Little Flower Basilica for young adults. So we'll be there October 22nd and just a presence support for the Theology of the Body group. Amen. And uh, again, for all information regarding things happening with the Salesian Sisters, visit SalesianSistersWest.org. Uh, we'll be back Monday, so be sure to tune back in. God bless all of you. Hi, this is Sister Elizabeth Ann of the Disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening to Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. For more information about bringing us out to do a retreat for your organization or your parish, you can contact us at www.dljc.org, or you can even find us on Facebook. Search for Disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, and may God richly bless you and your family.
Are you a physician and would like to faithfully invest according to your Catholic principles? George Weigel said, Catholicism is not a hobby. Catholicism is not a lifestyle choice. Catholicism is a way of life, a life lived in obedience of faith. For more information on investing in accordance with our Catholic faith, you can call the Von Dolan Kanofke Financial Group at 210-344-3221. Can we be happy without God? Atheists say yes, we Christians say yes, but only to a certain extent. What's our reason? There are some natural human desires that can be satisfied without living for God. The desire for sensory pleasure, success, and loving relationships. There are certain desires, however, that can't be satisfied without God. For example, we don't just desire some love, we desire infinite love, love without limit. This is manifest when we get frustrated with imperfect manifestations of it. The same is true for knowledge, justice, and beauty. Since God alone is infinite in these perfections, only He can satisfy our desires for them. Therefore, to borrow from St. Augustine, without God, our hearts would be forever restless. And my friends, a restless heart is an unhappy heart. I'm Carlo Broussard with a ready reason for Catholic Answers, Catholic.com. Faith, Hope, Charity. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. Thanks for listening to KJMA 89.7 Floresville, San Antonio. On the Guadalupe Radio Network in South Texas. Catholic Radio for your soul. Catholic Radio for your soul. Heard also streaming on grnonline.com and on your smartphone.